Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our man, Dynamite David. Dynamite Picks. And we're going to get into the college football week and a little recap of some of last week's game. How are you doing, David? I'm great. Let's do this. All right, so let's look at some of last week's game. Uh, defense was not the name of the game last week, that's for sure. Let's start out with probably, I don't know, is it the biggest upset of the week? I, I'd say Texas A&M beating Florida, 41-38. A&M's, you know, probably a better team than Missouri beating LSU, but I think Florida losing was a bit of a shocker. I think we saw cracks in the Florida's defense, but I didn't see them losing to this Texas A&M team. How about you? Yeah, that kind of caught me as a surprise. Um, they really are, get got gashed on the run game. Um, Kellen Mond also threw for, what was it, 338 yards and three touchdowns. So, yeah. Um, Florida's offense, great. Defense, not so great. Yeah, the, I think – I think we both had said it. We thought they, you know, the defense looked a little soft those first two weeks, but I didn't expect it to come to where they were trading scores with them the whole, you know, second half. So a little surprising, but, you know, now Florida won't play this week, so they got a week to sort of get things back together if they can get things back together. And we'll see how they do moving on. What do you see for Texas A&M moving on? You think this is a nice little boost, and you think they'll sort of be – I don't know, let's say mild contenders for the second-place spot in the SEC West this year. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it looks like Kellen Mond's starting to get things together. Um, and um, if they can solidify their defense a little bit more, that run game could be could be pretty good, or it could just be you know Florida's bad rush defense. But um, I think the West is actually a little down this year. It, it could be the East year to, to – I mean, you know, the East just did lose to the West in this game, but – uh, you know, Auburn's down, I think. Uh, Miss State's awful. Old Miss is down. borderline uh, awful. So it's it's not the West that we've we've come to know uh, the past few years. So A&M could definitely be up there for that number two spot, I think. Well, I think we're about to get to Arkansas, who also might be battling for second place in that SEC spot if, yeah, if they hadn't I, gotten I screwed over. I wasn't really big on Arkansas, but uh, they've impressed me, and yeah, they got screwed over. All right, so let's go to uh, another game, uh, the Missouri-LSU game. Um, LSU just isn't very good. I don't know how to say it. Their whole team's in the NFL, so I don't know why anybody was expecting them to be good. But this is sort of why you don't always listen to recruiting rankings. Yes, they have a bunch of high-level recruits, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to be great players. Little shocked, though, that they got lit up by Mizzou, but it just yeah, shows how yeah. bad they are. <laughs> that uh, that postponed game against Florida this week will be the, the second week in a row that LSU hasn't shown up for a football game. <laughs> That's for sure. I just... Some of those Missouri receivers didn't have anybody even near them. They actually completed them this week instead of last week when they didn't versus Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so that was a bit of a shock. Uh, what do you see going forward for LSU? You think they'll be able to bounce back, or you think they're going to have trouble all year long? Uh, I think it's going to be an ugly year for LSU, uh, but um, with the national championship. But I just I, I wonder how long they're going to stick with Bo Pelini if nothing changes or improves on that defense. Um, and they're paying him a lot of money to be absolutely terrible or you know it just may maybe one of those things where everyone looks the other way says hey we won a national championship and we lost everybody let's see what we got next year yeah i i think they'll probably at least give a you know a minor window maybe not to bellini but i think ed at least gets a couple years but he sort of looks like he's going to be on the gus malzahn path of win one year with cam newton and then maybe struggle for the next three to four years and end up losing his job if this continues there was a uh, a funny bit I think the SEC shorts video put out where SEC coaches are taking defensive lessons from the pack or the Big Twelve. Uh, <laughs> I found that pretty humorous, and uh, it, it kind of looks that way these past first few weeks. Yeah, definitely. All right, so the next game I was going to touch on was the Georgia Tennessee game. Uh, Georgia defense really looked good the whole game. The offense started real slow in that first half and essentially kept Tennessee in the game, but they found it together and Tennessee's offense really struggled. And I don't know how much of a surprise, I guess it did sort of gotten better in their quote unquote eight game winning streak, but this was the first time they really played a, you know, high level team and the offense seemed to have the same problems as it always had. what did you make of this game? Well, the first half was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was a back-and-forth battle, one-point game at halftime. And I just thought that uh, Tennessee couldn't couldn't hold up on the you know, their, their strong point. Everyone's been talking about their offensive line this year. Uh, Georgia made it look pretty pathetic. And then uh, I, I, I just thought that their defense got wore down. Uh, that I don't, I don't think uh, Georgia's offense is as good as Tennessee made it look in the second half, uh, they just got, you know, they kept getting the ball on Tennessee side of the field and, you know, just giving it to their, their playmaking wide receivers. Um, interesting to see what will happen in this matchup this week between Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely curious about how this is going to turn out this week and see how Alabama responds with their poor defensive effort. So speaking of that, we'll touch on the Alabama Old Miss game. Um Alabama ends up with the win. They scored essentially every possession but that one where they fumbled on their own goal line, which was going to be a score. Old Miss scored every possession in pretty much until the last ones where they decided to kick a field goal. A little confused why they thought they were finally going to get a stop all of a sudden when they hadn't even come close. But Alabama came out with a win, but I think everybody looks at them a little less defensively, but it might have just been the fast-paced offense. What do you think of the game? Well, it's just because Kiffin was stealing signals, right? Well, that's what they say, but <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I think Old Miss, we we know what they are now. We we know that Kiffin's going to sling the ball all over the place. Their defense is going to give up a lot of points. It was a little shocking to see Alabama give up that many points, but uh, even even giving up that many points, they showed that they had the better offense. So yeah, I don't know how um, you complain when you score every possession you have the ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. Um, but I was a little surprised by their defense, and uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, I'm really curious about this weekend. So let's move on. We touched on it a little earlier. Uh, the Auburn-Arkansas Auburn game, Auburn ended up with the win 30-28. 
Arkansas played better than Auburn. Auburn looked like crap like they have all season and then got a beneficial call at the end, which should have been a fumble on a backwards pass. But that's the way it goes. Auburn sort of stays in contention in the SEC West. Arkansas loses a game they shouldn't have. But Arkansas's looked pretty solid two games in a row here. Auburn hasn't looked great all year long. What do you make of these two teams? Um, I think Arkansas, I think they're, you know, the game being as close as it was, they're both kind of at the same level. But Arkansas, you know, no one's coming down on them because they weren't supposed to be on this level and Auburn's kind of playing beneath themselves. So people are a little bit more disappointed in Auburn. Um, but you know, I've, Felipe Franks has been doing some good things in Arkansas, moving the ball a little bit. And um, they may have found their guy in Sam Pittman. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but Auburn they're they're going to have to turn some things around and to, to manage to get some more wins this year. They won't, they won't get the refs every game. Yeah, uh, I think I ask this question every week. Uh, how long can Bo Nix be their starting quarterback? He's <laughs> literally been terrible for two years, and they won't get rid of him. Uh, I don't. I don't. Like I said, they'll have to lose some more games that they're not supposed to for that to happen. This should have been a loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. The I think it was the only defensive game of the week. Uh, Kansas State at TCU. You called this game. K-State with the upset win, 21-14. It wasn't pretty on really either side offensively, but I thought both teams played pretty well. I really think whoever was going to come out of this was probably going to be the one that contends for the Big 12. What would you make of K-State? Pretty impressed with them. Yeah, I thought they did pretty well missing their their starting quarterback. Didn't really seem to miss a beat and and just beat a a TCU team that came off a big win against Texas. So, um yeah, I, I think Kansas State's right up there with Oklahoma State in, in the running for the Big 12 title. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they progress. Uh, really liked the way they looked. Uh, TCU was a little disappointed in their quarterback who, you know, gets hyped all the time, you know, as the next great TCU quarterback looked rattled and what didn't play great. But K-State looking like a Big 12 contender. So we'll move on to the uh, Clemson is still good and owns the ACC portion of the program. Clemson dominated Miami. I thought Dabo might have made a mistake there at the end when he tried to kick the 65-yard field goal. Sort of let Miami back in the game, but then the second half started and they had no chance of scoring on Clemson, and Clemson sort of called their shot on offense whenever they want. Yeah, I, I, I think we've still got that huge drop-off. You've got Clemson, and then you've got a big gap between that next tier. Um, we'll see what Notre Dame ends up being. But, I think Notre Dame, from what I've seen so far in the ACC, is probably the only one that even remotely stands up to them. But, you know, even I don't even know how much better Notre Dame may be than, say, Miami. Oh, yeah. Uh, because Miami had looked great up until this game up against Clemson, and then it's just a whole other class. Um, that's why I, I was I was waiting until this game to, to make the call on Miami, and, and they're just – I just it's Clemson's almost moved they've almost separated themselves from ACC football as as it were uh Clemson could very well I think compete in the SEC um but Miami's more of their typical ACC team and that's why there's just such a big gap in in talent Yeah uh I thought it'd be a little bit tighter a game but Miami came out you know 
it looked like nerves got to them, and then they got behind, and once they got behind, they just couldn't do anything. So Clemson continues to dominate the ACC. All right, so let's move on to our picks for this week. I didn't like many games this week, and the LSU-Florida game, which I was going to take the over and Florida, but ended up getting axed off. So I had to move one of those off. So I have one, two, three, four picks this week. How many picks you got this week, David? Uh, I've got one, two, three, four. I think I've just got four and then my upset special this week. All right, so we both got four picks. Let's recap last week. I had a bit of a tough week. I should have retired, like I said, at 5-0 and the week before. I ended up going 2-3 and three last week. Uh, the Virginia under 59.5 didn't even come close. Uh, the Arkansas plus 13.5 got the winner there. My favorite game of the week, Citadel Army under 46.5 got the winner there. Alabama, first half, minus 12, got the loss there. And Mississippi State, plus 2.5, got the loss there. You ended up taking that battle win with Kentucky. And that put me at 2-3 and three on the week, 11-5-1 and one overall. David, you had a 2-4 and four week. You lost Tennessee, plus the 12.5. Tennessee, Georgia, you got the over at 43.5. Tough loss on the Texas game, plus the 2.5. Texas Tech... Plus 12 and a half was a loser versus Iowa State. Alabama was a loser at minus 23 and a half. And you got the Kentucky win at minus two and a half, though they only had 150 total yards for that game. So I'm still a little confused at how they ended up winning that game, other than the Mississippi State quarterbacks turned the ball over six times. But you did make up for it with a nice upset special win Kansas State plus 265 that put you at 8 and 11 on the year with a nice upset special at plus 265 this week so let's start you off what do you got this week uh I'm gonna start out with uh Western Kentucky at UAB uh UAB's uh giving up 13 and a half points to Western Kentucky here but I, th- I think they're going to come out and dominate this game. Um, Western Kentucky just came off a terrible loss to Marshall, 38-14. They're really struggling defensively. They're only one and three on the year. I just, I don't, I don't think you know it's a road game at UAB. I almost wanted to take the over here at 44 and a half, but I, I, I just, I don't even know if Western Kentucky's going to score that much uh, to get the over. It might have to be all UAB. Yeah, um, I. I don't know if Western Kentucky can score any points at all unless UAB gets up and then they let them score points. But I, I like UAB to, to to win by at least two touchdowns here. They got Spencer Brown, who went 26 carries for 144 yards last week against UTSA. Um, quarterback slung it for three touchdowns. If he can keep from turning the ball over, he had three interceptions last week, I think they, they take care of business. And uh, UAB's only loss this year was to a pretty good Miami team. So, um uh, I think I think they take care of this. Yeah, I like that pick, and I uh, like their coach, Bill Lee. So I look for UAB to dominate that game. My first pick of the week is the Houston Cougars plus five versus BYU. Didn't like the way BYU looked last week. They played a bunch of cupcakes so far this year. So I don't have much info on Houston. They played their first game last week. They looked pretty solid in the second half. They came out a little slow. 
But I think BYU go into Houston and give them five points, just like Houston at home, plus the five, even though they haven't played much this week or this year. That's a Friday game, isn't it? I believe so, yes. All right, so what do you got up next? Uh, Up next, I've got – taking a little note from your playbook, I'm taking uh, the under in the Army-UTSA game, which is uh, 49.5. I think UTSA is a little better than the Citadel, who scored a whole nine points against Army last week. But Army, they've hit the under in five of their last six games, and I just think the way they control the ball and play offense is going to keep this a low-scoring game. I I like the under, 49.5. Yeah, you can never go wrong taking Army unders. All right, so I'm going to stick with your under, trend, and I'm going with the under in the UK-Tennessee game, under 49.5. If you watched Tennessee's offense last week, and if you watched Kentucky's offense last week, I think they didn't even combine for 200 total yards. So 50 combined points, as long as, you know, the two quarterbacks who are both borderline terrible don't give up free scores to either team. I look for this game to be pretty low scoring, probably in the low 20s to mid-teens under UK Tennessee, 49 and a half. Yeah, I, I looked at this game, and there wasn't much I really liked in, in any of the picks here. Um, there's really no telling what's going to happen this weekend. We'll, we'll see if Tennessee can rebound against that ugly second half against Georgia. Um, and they need to. And uh, I don't know. I, I still think a, a quarterback change may be needed there, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I looked at it either. Tennessee comes out gangbusters, blitzes them off. And the undercovers because Kentucky can't score or both teams' offense continues to be terrible and neither team scores. <laughs> I get the under either way. That's right. I don't foresee Kentucky blowing anyone out. <laughs> All right, what do you got up next? Uh, my next one, I'm taking uh, Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Um, A&M's favored by six and a half. But I just, I, I, th- I think Mississippi State's just a really a terrible team. <laughs> um, and I, I think they got uh, Leach, you know, won a bunch of people over with that upset win over LSU, which is turning out to not really be an upset. And uh, people may have been figuring out his offense considering that they couldn't hardly complete a pass uh, last week to their own team. Six interceptions. They pulled K- uh, Costello after four, and then Will Rogers comes in and throws two more. Uh, completed 45 passes for only 275 yards. And, they don't even try to run the ball. Um, and I think a and going to be riding high after this upset win and, and, and come out and dominate. Yeah, I like that and pick. I like, and I, I like getting it under under seven points. I, I think that's a, a pretty good spread there. Yeah, and also everyone's finding out why the great K.J. Costello was let go from Stanford. There's a reason why these guys change teams. It's usually because they were terrible for the one they were there. <laughs> the other, and, and, you know, Obviously, Mississippi State didn't score in the red zone, but they got there three times against Kentucky and didn't manage any points. So I, I just, I don't think they're going to be even in the same class as Texas A&M. Yeah, I agree. Well, you're riding against Miss State all year, and I'm going to go back to the well and ride Arkansas plus the one and a half at home this week. Just think, Old Miss after a big game played hard versus Alabama, little letdown week. I haven't seen them make a stop all year long. I don't know how many stops Arkansas will make, but I have at least seen them make stops this year. So I'm going to ride Arkansas, see if Felipe Franks can continue shredding that old Miss defense. 
And look for a little bit of a letdown from Ole Miss this week. Arkansas at home plus the one and a half. I almost I almost wanted to take the under in this game. Oh, it was huge. It was up to like seventy five when I looked this afternoon. Yeah, but but I believe I believe you told me not to take the Ole Miss unders until they show that they can play defense. <laughs> I agree. They gave up sixty three points last week. That was almost single handedly to the over this week. But that over is just so high; it's it's pretty tempting. Yeah, I know. I, I gave it a peek, and then I was like, "This team accidentally gives up fifty. So, yeah, it's at seventy five and a half right now. That's that's ridiculous. And then it will probably end up being hit by the third quarter. All right, what do you got up next? Uh, next up, I got the big matchup. Uh, Georgia at Alabama. I'm taking Bama here. They're also favored by six and a half. Um, Georgia's defense. I think. I think they probably have the best defense in the SEC. But I think. I think football is going away from the big powerhouse defense. I think if you want to win in in college football and in the NFL, you have to have the best offense. And I think Alabama's got the better offense here. I just don't know if um, Georgia's going to be able to to threaten Alabama down the field. And I don't think their dink and dunk method is going to work and keep up with their high scoring offense. Uh, Alabama here, I think by two touchdowns. Yeah, I I agree. I just, I didn't want to pull the trigger without knowing what the Saban situation is. And I never liked the thought of Steve Sarkeesian being in charge of anything, even the offense. Oh, I I mean, he'll have Saban in his ear. He'll be a puppet. (laughs) Yes, I know, but he's still there. I I don't like the thought of it. Saban has like multiple cameras with like a security tape style set up at his home where he can monitor everything going on at practice and communicate directly to everyone. He's, he's like the evil bond villain sitting at home right now, managing the Alabama football team. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you. I I worry a little bit about Georgia's offense. Uh, When Tennessee was getting pressure on that quarterback, they didn't look like that great moving the ball. Now, once they sort of got control of the game and Tennessee stopped getting pressure, they looked a little better, but I, I think Alabama's defense will, will rebound here and they'll be able to score enough points on Georgia. I don't know if Georgia will be able to score enough points on Alabama to pull this game out. So I like that pick, but the Saban thing made me a little nervous. So I tended to stay away from it. My last pick of the week, you're going to love this one. Florida State plus the 13 and a half at home oh. versus UNC. I like the way that quarterback played. They put up almost 30 points on Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame scored 50, but we're okay with that. I like the way they looked. I think they're. Do you, do you see how many points North Carolina put up against Vatek last week? Yes, but I think Florida State's better. I like this quarterback. I think they're going to spring. This game, I like getting 13 and a half points at Doak. And I don't think I North Carolina's, I think they're a little overrated. So we'll see if I they can go. I don't like Mac Brown. Oh, no, I like Mac Brown. I liked his first iteration at UNC. Now he's <laughs> just ESPN loved, and he really hasn't been a good coach for 15 years. See, I almost jumped on North Carolina here, but I just, I think it's a little too much for me to get on that game. But I definitely don't think. I, I don't know. We could we we could see, but I just I'm not a big believer in Florida State. I don't know if I'm a big believer in Florida State, but I have liked the way they've looked since that uh, quarterback took over. All right, what do you got left? 
Uh, just my upset special. Um, but there's a lot of, lot of little games that I was considering jumping on that I didn't, um, I, I almost wanted to go with Louisville at Notre Dame. They're getting 16 and a half. There. Yeah, I know. I was very tempted to almost grab that Louisville. And I don't know, something just made me say, stay away. Don't trust Louisville to stop anybody. Yeah, I I, I think, I, I don't think Louisville's got enough to, to keep up with Notre Dame. And so I, I, I just, I like 16 and a half points. That's a lot. And the other one I really liked, which um, we were discussing it and, I just UMass is getting thirty one and a half at Georgia Southern, and uh, but it's our only game of the year, and they're they're pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of an understatement. They're possibly the worst football team ever constructed. But Going I mean, back to like the eighteen hundreds, uh, a powerhouse, and thirty one and a half is a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, but I know. I I just I didn't buy in on any picks there. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only one I was I liked your Louisville thought. Uh, we'll probably both be regretting it when it's probably like a twenty-one all game going into the fourth quarter. But I don't know. I haven't liked what I've seen from Louisville this year, so I was just like, don't touch it. Notre Dame's going to score points, and their defense will be able to slow Louisville's offense down a little bit. But I can see your point on the Georgia Southern, but. I just don't ever trust UMass. All right. I got one upset special this week, and it's your favorite team, Florida State, getting plus 390. Wow. (laughs) You were just saying that you weren't real big on them. Now you're taking them straight up. I like the price, and I want to see if North Carolina is for real. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I think North Carolina is better than you give them credit for. I think they're solid, but I think Florida State's becoming a middle-of-the-pack ACC team. By the end of the year, they will be good. They might not have many wins, but they'll be good. All right, anything else? Uh, I've got my upset special. All right, what do you got with your upset special? Uh, I've got UTEP uh, beating Southern Miss. They're uh, plus 198. Not a huge value, but... I don't know why Southern Miss is getting five and a half in this game. I, I think UTEP's a much better team. Um, they're three and two. Southern Miss only one and three. Um, and they missed last week with a bunch of players out for uh, coronavirus. Um, I think UTEP handles this from the start. That's a good call. I looked at that one too. I just, I don't know. I didn't trust either side enough to make me one to take them. But I like that upset special. Maybe you'll hit your second one in two weeks. All right, so that's our show for this week. Thank Dynamite David for joining us. Good luck with your picks, and we're out.